It's a pretty rainy Friday, November 12th this morning. Kelly Collis, how you doing? I'm doing great. My uh, dog slept on my head last night because she hates <laughs> rain with thunderstorms. So, yeah, that's always fun. She's five pounds, so it's like a little hat. Oh, look at that. I'm sure it's like <laughs> a like fur pressure compression heating pad. You could probably charge them. Also. <laughs> <laughs> Stimulates your follicles and your brain and, you know, your collagen, I think, is what she was trying to do. For sure. She's the regular health treatment, that little five-pound <laughs> Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in D.C. on the Real Fun D.C. channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcast. To whom it may concern, Juan Soto is pretty great at baseball. Superstar Dua Lipa was all around D.C. Um, a Maryland a Maryland resident is making their way to the Big Apple. A Maryland teacher got some big cash, a big old art market happening. And we went to McLean to go visit some amazing teachers. We got a lot to get to this morning, Cal. Yes. So let's start with the Maryland uh, high school English teacher. She won $1 million in this incredible global, global teacher prize from the Varkey Foundation um, for her work with the International High School in, in Langley Park. That's Prince, George, Prince George's County. She was selected from 8,000 nominations. Wow. From countries from all over the, all, all over the world. And she won it. Um, and she does a lot of work. Um, her students are all first generation Americans mm -hmm. and she does a lot of work with helping them through the college application and education process. And she goes on to say after she won her million dollars is that she's going to invest it towards some of these students. Like she's wow. just not going to go on like a nice vacation and just enjoy it. Well, maybe she will, but part of it is going to go back, um, to her, her students. That's going to figure out a way to, to help them with that. So that's just incredible. Keisha Thorpe, way to go. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, 121 countries had nominations. Wow. Out of 8,000 applicants. Way to go. Yeah. Very cool. I'd love cool. to see it. Um, and so we're also talking about Maryland. This is just like barely Maryland, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> the tree at Rockefeller uh, Center is from Maryland for the first time ever. It's from Elkton, Maryland. And if you're familiar with the state, it's literally like right over like Delaware is just like a stone's throw. New York, yes. Delaware is just a stone's throw away. But here's the interesting thing about this. And I didn't know that this, how this has happened. So the guy who like picks out the tree had driven by this tree in the past that sits on a private residence. It's not like from a tree farm. And he drove by it several months ago. And then when it got close to like selecting the final tree, he like ch -ch -ch knocked on the door. Seriously? That's how it happened? <laughs> yes. Knocked on the door, said, you know, can I take a look at your tree? Which by the way, let me just make sure I get this right. I believe it's a Norway spruce. 79 foot tall. My yard and was like, hey, right? nice tree you got there. I'd be like, get off my property. What? Oh, totally. you're, you're the guy from Rockefeller Center? I bet you are. Let Move along, sir. Exactly. Um, and uh, they were like, no, this is our tree. We, this is the house that we raised our children in. And this is tradition. And we have this beautiful tree in our backyard. We love looking at it. And somehow, I don't know if there was a little, mm -mm -mm, but somehow they um, were able to convince them to get the tree. And they, they want to share it with the world. Wow. What a job too, to be the tree guy. Right. And also like you've had this tree in your backyard, this 79 foot tall tree. And then you're like, 
look out your back window and it's gone. <laughs> that's, yeah, kind of depressing. Yeah. So I didn't know that that's how they did. I always thought it came from some sort of tree farm. and I didn't realize it was like America's Next Top Model situation either. I thought they like, <laughs> yeah, there was like a tree farm. Like, hey, the big ones are in the back. No one ever goes there and they grab it and they bring it on. <laughs> totally. So uh, they're saying it was donated. It was the Price family from Elkton, Maryland. Wow. Well, so they're using the word donated too? Yes. Well, this is a story that is coming out of, I'm, I'm quoting a story from uh, NBC, uh, the New York affiliate. Okay. Um, so those are their words. But wow. I mean, right? It's a big deal. And also like, it's sad because like donating something, but the tree doesn't live past, you know, when they take it down. Right? The, the tree has no say in it. <laughs> right. I mean, it's kind of sad. Mm -hmm. It's but, the whole giving tree thing, Kelly. There's still a stump they can know. sit on and rest. All right. Fine. 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 Hopefully they get like VIP passes to see like Al Roker put the lights on. <laughs> or something. I mean, my goodness. So like <laughs> the tree's been in their family for years and years and years. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so you can see that tree as I don't know when the tree lighting is, Tommy. You're you're part of the NBC family. Have you gotten the memo? It's soon. Soon. <laughs> okay. Soon. Yes. Soon. I know it's sometime before Thanksgiving they do it. Yes. And then they do it and then um it like it's aired later. Oh, okay. All right. Well, well, I can tell you're looking that looking mm -hmm. that up. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I well, knew it, at it, one point because I asked to go. If we're being honest. <laughs> oh, okay. Wouldn't you put that in your calendar, Tommy? I would have. But I, they, this is... they told you no. <laughs> no, I didn't get a yes or no yet. But this is why the cheese lit on December first. Oh, okay. So it's after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. So they have some time to. Because the whole uh, Macy's Day Parade thing uh, takes up a lot of right, time and then right, tree lighting right, after that. Right. Got it. It's a whole so there thing. there you go. December 1st. If I call in sick that day, Kelly, you'll know where I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. yeah. I, so I'm I'm like admittedly late to the Dua Lipa situation and her amazing like she, I think you just think she's like just like the perfect pop star. I think just her music is great. She has always has like a look to her. And um, she was in D.C. the last couple of days, though. I will also say I don't know that I could pick like undone up Dua Lipa out of a lineup. Yeah, she uh, so she was in D.C. doing like all the D.C. things. Yeah, she posted and she went up to the uh, the George Washington Memorial Monument, the monument. I need some more coffee. Uh, the the Lincoln Memorial. She was at the Willard Hotel. She went to your place that you like to work at, Barry's Boot Camp in Dupont. I mean, that is one of the monumental places you must go when you're in DC. <laughs> well, Harry Styles went there a couple years ago. So true. true. You know, I I've yet to have that happen. Like, because celebrities end up going there, and I I, I miss them every time. <laughs> Yeah. Well, isn't it? Don't they have like it's a dark room and you're not really supposed to be like looking at people. You just go in there to get your job done. Well, so that's the thing. I don't know that like if I was working out next to Dua Lipa, I wouldn't. I don't think I would know it. I would just be like, yeah. hey, person who seems physically fit. Good for you. Are you going to move or like, what's going on here? So, yeah. So she was in town. This is really cool. There's a movie that's coming out, um, which has got a lot of buzz to it called Hive. And it's uh, got a storyline about the war in Kosovo. And she has a uh, Kosovoian descent. Um, and she has been a champion of a lot of the issues that sort of came out of the war. And that's why she was in town. 
I thought originally when I saw it, she was here for a movie screening of a movie that she may be in, but um, she was just there to to support, um, which is just awesome. And I love that she loved on our fair city. I mean, there was not just one post, there's multiple posts of her um, having a good time doing the uh, sort of typical tourist DC thing. And you were looking at the hotel too. We think she was at the Willard or think she was at the W. And she's at the Willard. I mean, I don't know if she stayed there, but she took a photo in front of the Willard. Got it. Because there was like that. Also, I love that we're doing the speculation of where celebrities stayed in D.C. again. It's back. Nature's healing. Used to be our favorite game to play. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's very cool. But yeah, if you look on her IG from the picture that she posted, it looks like it's the Willard. Yeah, because you, you can see the Willard as on the ceiling in the lobby has all the state seals. Oh. And you can see behind there the little state seals, which is oh. how I confirmed it. Nice work. I was thinking just of the way, like the the view of the monument. There's only like so many places that have that angle. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's a good point too. Nicely done, uh, Juan Soto. Good at baseball. <laughs> sorry, I okay? had a sneeze. I had a sneeze. I'm sorry. So uh, Juan Soto is good at baseball. This is breaking news, Kelly. What's happening? Yeah, he got this. Uh, and no one's really surprised by this. The Silver Slugger Award for the National League for outfielders. By the way, Bryce Harper also did get it. I have to mention that. Um, but this is really cool because um, he joins the ranks of a couple other players from the Nationals that have gotten it twice. So he won it last year as well. But Ian Desmond has won it twice, Rendon, Murphy, and of course, our boy Ryan Zimmerman are other Nats that have um, won it in the Nats short history. But that's just cool because he yeah. that he adds the ranks of like really awesome, lovable players from from the Nats. How many silver sluggers do they give out every year? Um, I think they give one for every position, for uh, oh, but okay. for the NL and the AL, so a lot. Like eighteen. Sure. Right. Nine, Are you getting nine. me back for because you didn't know when the tree lighting was? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly but surely, I will always get back at you. Well, that's yeah. Awesome. I don't know how many total, but but that's that's great for. Soto. And then, of course, next week we find out if he wins um, MVP uh, next Thursday. So he's a finalist for that. I will caveat this next statement with I love our Washington Nationals and I think they're great and I'm excited about the rebuilding year. But I will tell you, every single time I'm scrolling through Instagram or Twitter and I see the meme of the Tesla parked at the trailer park and they say Juan Soto at Nationals dugout, makes me laugh every time. Every time. I know it's not right. I know it's not fair, but it makes me laugh every time. Well, we are hearing some news about Scherzer. There are eight teams that are looking to sign him back because his one-year contract with the Dodgers is done. Uh The Nats are not on that list. Oh, That's so weird. So when you put one of the best pitchers in history on the free market, everyone else wants him. Hmm, Crazy. Mm -hmm. Weird. Yeah. Anywho. I think we can permanently say goodbye to him. That's good. Speaking of your Tesla. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying. (laughs) Can't have nice things, Tommy. No, that's fine. We want to want a championship once. We should be happy with that. (laughs) Uh, Some art news, because, you know, I'm like the chief art correspondent around here and I'm so artsy fancy. Uh, Mm. The Umbrella Art Market is back. And I wasn't aware of this until I heard about it. So at Collection 14 on W Street, which used to be. It's the it's the new development where Martha's Table original building was, um, and they're still working with Martha's Table and doing all sorts of things. They're opening up their Umbrella Night Market, where it's twenty five thousand square feet of like art pop ups that are curated. 
by curators. So um, No Kings Collective, who does a lot of mural work, who does a lot of art around the city, they curated this um, whole thing and uh, it's happening for free. You can go in all weekend long. Every piece of art though is for sale, which is also pretty cool. And Peter Chang um, from No Kings told me a little bit about it. For this year, it starts on Friday. We did over $110,000 in art sales, clocked over 12,000 people in and out through the doors over three days. It was just a tremendous, tremendous success. We had no idea where it would go. Peter Chang of No Kings Collective says just like in 2019, you can expect an artsy good time. The art is just going to be absolutely incredible. We got such an array of different artists. Um, and then, you know, who knows, there might be like a secret party here and there that maybe we'll announce. Yeah, so they've also been pretty busy lately because, as you remember, last weekend they did the Red Eye Night Market in downtown. Yes, which was very well attended. <laughs> yeah, I, I hadn't heard the reviews on it. Um, I honestly didn't like pay attention to it because I, I wasn't able to go. And yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently it was pretty packed. Yeah, people were pretty upset because they ran out of food. There were long lines and then it was all downtown. And, you know, there's nothing worse than like hangry millennials searching for food downtown with instagram accounts <laughs> <laughs> totally totally so but i mean peter chang way to do like back to back because it's like right. two weekends of big events but i guess the lesson is don't go hungry true and if you have some well this is not a food event but yeah if you have some time um kelly sent me an article the city paper wrote a great article about the red eye night market and it's interesting because these people who went down there to like support Asian businesses got a little sassy pants and there wasn't food, <laughs> but then also the Asian chefs who were there got a little sassy pants being like, slow your roll, everybody. Like we tried something new here, but then um, Laura Hayes, who's an amazing reporter wrote this whole thing about how <laughs> there was a herd of people scavenging for food at, at downtown DC restaurants who were not expecting the crush of people. Um, and even up as far as like, Fifth and H, Fifth and I at Bon Siam, they like ran out of all their food because they had they were crushed. They had six hundred people walk in the door on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, and for restaurants that are still dealing with some staffing problems and supply chain issues, yeah, being crushed with that many people. I guess you told me that there, there was one restaurant that ran out of vodka. That was I the, mean, at Bon Siam, which is like <laughs> it's a it's an Asian restaurant which is not known for like vodka, and they're like we ran out of including a bit of not limited to Tito's. <laughs> It was interesting, oh. though, because they said they made like 16 grand on Saturday versus like great. a regular like 14 grand. But they were like, we actually like the extra money didn't make up for it because they had to put like people on a one hour limit on the tables. And they were trying to just like flip people through. And there was like a line outside. It was like an hour and a half wait. It was like all those things going on. Yeah. But I guess angry was, millennials on a Saturday night. <laughs> truly, like, I, it's so interesting because like it sounds like they're is an appetite uh, for like the night market, but it was a lot of people. I guess they didn't yeah. anticipate that many people coming yeah. downtown on like a cold night too, which is I'm sure added to the hangriness if they were not super like warm and cozy and also there was no food. So yeah. Well, people are dying to get out and do some stuff. That's a good example of that. So maybe the art fair will go off without a hitch. I think so. And if they do Red Eye Market again next year, they'll have double the food and more line control, I guess. <laughs> you live sure. and you learn, you know? Uh, yesterday, we were out doing the teacher tour, which was so much fun. We went to McLean High School to thank 
Mr. Mark Thompson for his awesome work. He got so many nominations that so we brought the Virginia Lottery Mobile out there and the whole team to give swag and Georgetown cupcakes and all of the goodies to the teachers. Yeah, it was so great. It was such a beautiful day. And and it was uh, when we got there, they had a half day and they were doing the um, they had a really cool um, service to honor veterans in their community. Um, and the students were there and the teachers were there. And then when they finished up that, we were able to celebrate with them uh, in, the, in the parking lot, which was great. Yeah, that was so special. And like the Veterans Day moment looked like a ceremony from out of a movie. It was on this little yeah. peninsula of grass under a tree as leaves were falling and there were like Vietnam veterans there and there were speeches. It was just beautiful. Was American totally flags. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it, it was great to see. And then just getting and a chance going, with those teachers was so much fun. And we're going back out uh, yeah, today too. Mm -mm. Do you want to say where we're going or do you want to just uh... sure. Sure. Uh, we're going to Sterling middle school in Loudoun County. So we're excited to go hang with them. Unfortunately, it's a little rainy, so it will be, um, we'll, we'll have to bring our galoshes and wear our hats and, you know. I've been but, galoshes ready all week. Let's do this. Yep, let's do it. Let's do it. And the teachers, of course, I've already talked to them this morning. They're like, yeah, bring it on. A little rain never stopped us. Right, nor rain, nor snow, nor dead of nope. night stops teachers nope. or us and our Georgetown Cupcakes with Virginia Lottery. It'll be great to go back out there. True that. Catch up on our past episodes too if you want to get more of this circus. I can't imagine you wouldn't. By the way, we spoke to Peter Chang before the night market when he was all like happy about it and excited. <laughs> um, so it's interesting because we asked about like, hey, this is a big swing to go to Pennsylvania Avenue. And he was like, yeah, we're doing this. So um, there's that. And also uh, hours and hours and hours of past um, things for you to check out. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next time.